The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the revolution. We've picked up a pirate radio signal. Oh, hello. You wanted it. Thank you for being here. We delivered it. What are you waiting for? This show is already starting off terribly. Feeding your outdoors addiction with analysis, insight, and expertise. (laughs) We are the voice of outdoor radio and the pulse of a nation. Please keep your volume to a minimum. Let's crank it up! Let the revolution with Jim and Trav begin. Booyah! Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hey everybody, this is Odd Defoe, 2019 Bassmaster Classic Champion, and you're listening to the two fishing bums, Jim and Trav. Hey everyone, this is Head Grill Master Kevin Coleman with Weber. I'm hanging out with my two favorite barbecue brothers, the knuckleheads from another mother, Jim and Trav. Nobody better out there than doing that outdoor lifestyle like they do. Hey everybody out there, this is the Catman, the Kansas Catman, and you've been listening to Jim and Trav on The Revolution. <laughs> Woohoo! Happy Memorial Day weekend, y'all! Yeah, hey, thanks a lot. It's going to be a fun weekend to get out there and do some things in the outdoors. Yeah, but be safe. That is very important. So, like, don't go to a barbecue without taking ketchup and mustard. And a fire extinguisher. Uh, possibly. All right, so we are talking spring fishing days on today's show. This is so cool. We're being joined by the what? 2019 Bassmaster Classic Champion. I knew that. I'd be full. Uh, He's the host of The Hunt for Monster Bass. It is Sundays, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That's how you actually have church. You watch Ott catch Big Bass. Uh, he's going to stick around for a doubleheader. We like that. Uh, then the grilling king, Mr. Kevin Coleman, he is the Weber Grill Master. Uh, he's going to be telling us how we can actually grill some awesome fish fillets this weekend and then wrap things up. Hey, we got old Cat Daddy, the Kansas Catman. Yeah, he's going to be talking about catfishing, what he's really good at. Now, Mrs. Bunny, you're actually going to stick around today. It's been a while, boys. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right, and it's brought to you by Cinch Sheets. Miss Bonnius, are you wearing Cinch Sheets? I am. She got capris on. Yeah, right. Cinch Capris. All right, let's get to Mrs. Bunny. Mrs. Bunny is the cat's pajamas. Wait, what? Duh. It's the spring fishing days. Now, here's the den mother herself, Mrs. Bunny. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. View their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. Okay, before we talk fishing, really quickly, this has been now. National Safe Boating Week. Um, it always happens just prior to Memorial Day because this is where the boating activity increases exponentially throughout the year. And so the Safe Boating Campaign is an effort to promote responsible boating and encouraging boaters to always wear PFDs. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You need to have it on. Drowning was the reported cause of death in 76% of all boating fatalities in 2017. And of those, 84.5 of them were not wearing life jackets. They it's weren't re- wearing life jackets. We're not really? wearing life jackets. So it's really important. Um, in a real life example of this, in this past week during the major Major League Fishing events Skeet Reese, at yeah. Table Rock Lake in Branson, Skeet Reese took off 
uh, in the morning and there was a, a local angler right in front of him hit a wake um, he ejected him from the boat the guy fell out his boat was a total loss and Skeet Reese plucked him out of the water just in time yeah, saved his the, life yeah the guy had yeah. a um, had a life jacket on but his wife was crediting Skeet with saving his life so the guys I think in the hospital maybe some bumps and bruises but largely unharmed because he had a life jacket on he also had his kill switch attached so safe boating boat responsibly don't drink uh, all that good stuff but seriously though I don't care if you're 88 years old, 8 years old, or whatever. Make sure you wear some sort of PFD. Of PFD. Yep. I mean, yeah, truly. Yeah, not, not just when you're running. When you're up and running, have it on. Have it on when you're anchored. Yes. Also, just when you're on the bank running. Because yeah. you could fall into a puddle <laughs> and you might not be able to get up. All right, so no, Bunny, that is a great information. Now what you got for us? Okay, so springtime, we're transitioning into summertime. And a great place to always look for fish, um, panfish we're talking, bluegills is docks. That's right. Uh, dock fishing beneath shallow docks, deep docks, beneath those dense mats of um, vegetation, all that good stuff. Okay, so if you're going to uh, fish docks, dock selection is part of it. The best part of any dock is going to be the darkest and most remote section. Good docks don't necessarily have to sit on deep water, although that doesn't hurt. You can catch them in shallow water too. Location is important. The docks near points are exceptional, as are docks near creek channels that go out close to shore. It's all about the amount of shade that they provide, or if you have like the big pontoon boats that have been docked for longer periods of time. All these places are great locales. Um, these places also have um, house plankton and things like create kind of a local food chain. That way they're all kind of, uh, they school up in there. Um, you don't have to have brush or additional cover under a dock, but what it does attract crappies are vertical posts and other support structures. So docks, all inclusively, great place anytime spring through summer. When it comes to casting, um, Skipping jigs works great for fishing under docks with large openings for gaining entry into those dark environments. Um, bouncing little tubes or jigs or other compact plastics way under the uh, broadest docks puts you in close contact with a lot of the untouched fish. Um, the cast is more or less the same idea of skipping a flat stone across a calm surface. So on windless days, it's going to be the easiest, or at least on the calm side of the lake. You use the rod like it's an extension of your throwing arm and you hold it sideways, just a few degrees less than parallel to the water, with the tip slightly down, and then you swing back and rapidly forward, releasing the lure close to the water. Um, the lure should travel on a low parallel path, making first contact a foot or less in front of the dock. If it's done right, you can skip four or five times, covering 20 to 30 feet before settling. Um, most often, the retrieve is almost no retrieve at all. You just let the jig sink and watch the line for premature stops or jumps, and if no bite occurs after several seconds, then give the lure a twitch, make subtle movements, and keeping the jig in the shady spot for as long as possible, um, mostly just holding and hovering in place. That's right, Mrs. Bunny. Is that it? That's that's it, boys. That is good information. All right, boys and girls, don't go anywhere, because coming up next... Adifo. Adifo, he is the 2019 Bassmaster Champion. He's also the host of the Hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, you can always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes with... My Outdoor, Outdoor TV. TV. My Outdoor TV. Well, this has been brought to you by Cinch Cheese, the official clothing brand and Capri brand, right? That's uh, right. The Revolution with Jim Drab and Buddy. View their entire line of apparel at cinchcheese.com. Mrs. Buddy, it was awesome having you back. Thanks, guys. I'm going to default back to uh, the Bassmaster Champ. We're going to default to Aunt Defoe. All right, we're talking spring fishing days with Mr. Aunt Defoe. Coming up next. Don't go anywhere. 
the Backwoods Fishing Pimp, Ata Foe, host of the Hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays 9 a.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, will return with Jim and Trav after these words from our partners. But make sure you punch JimandTrav.com into your browser and leave us some feedback. Trav loves hearing how beautiful he is. The beauty of the Yukon is that it's a place where you can either lose yourself or find yourself. When hunters come here, the men that lead them into the wildlands need to be tough. And they need to make the right decisions every minute of every day. Those that do are called guides. A grizzly bear came up right behind us. We're going to have to do a warning shot. Jim Shockey's Uncharted Yukon. All new season, Mondays at 7 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save $20 on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER19. My Outdoor TV. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. We're discussing spring fishing days this week. Now, let's kick off a two-part interview with Ot Defoe, host of The Hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays 9 a.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are talking spring fishing days on this week's show. Before the break, we had a lot of great tips from Miss Bunny on catching panfish. It is Memorial Day weekend, and we want to say... Salute! There you go. All right, so just now joining us is the 2019 Bassmaster Classic champ, and his name is... Hot Defoe. Hot Defoe. He's also the host of The Hunt for Monster Bass. You have to watch it every single Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time. I got to tell you what, though, man. Is he from the South? He's from Championville. <laughs> is where he's from. No, when it was announced that the 2019 Bassmaster Classic was... Is going to be held on the Tennessee River. You know, it was announced last year. You had to be like, that's your home waters. Cha-ching! I got this in the bag. Right, man? Yeah, yeah it was definitely home waters. And, you know, when it was announced, it was pretty early into our season that year. So, goal number one then was forget about where the Classic is. Make sure you make it. You know, that, oh, yeah. was, that was certainly certainly goal number one. And once that was accomplished, then it was, okay, now let's figure out what to do, um, you know, to make this trophy stay here at home. But definitely were, was very, very excited when that when that was announced to be right there at home, a place there on the Tennessee River, Fort Lowndes, Teleco Lakes, where I grew up fishing. I mean, from the time I started bass fishing at 9 or 10 years old, it was a place I spent a lot of time and, and had a fair amount of success in local tournaments. Uh, so I was very excited to be there. Yeah. Now, the thing is, it's one thing to know where the haunts are, where the big mm-hmm. bass are. It's another thing is the weather. Because spring, yeah. as you know, it can come in, you could have water rising a couple of feet and just change the whole pattern, right? Oh, yeah. Between rising or falling water levels, um, you know, that system being on the Tennessee River, we had actually about a month to three weeks before the tournament, we had record rainfall and mm. record flooding. And the lake actually went to above summer pool at, at winter pools about five feet below summer pool it went to above summer pool by a couple feet and then fell back real hard it was it was a very very you know abnormal spring in that sense and i was really pretty disappointed because i felt like it had taken my local advantage away you know that it was it was not going to be what standard conditions should be for that time of year so i was 
I was kind of disappointed, but I knew I was going to go out, try my best, and try to get it figured out. Yeah. Now the thing is, when you're when you're out there fishing, uh, you know the classic was back in what March, and now mm-hmm. we're in uh, middle to late May, and uh, the the patterns have changed. You know, there's not a guy yep. that's listening to this or has watched you on television saying. You know, I can do that, but yeah. can, but can yeah. they really? Can can <laughs> the average true. guy go out there and do it? It absolutely is something that anyone can do at any point in time. You know, having having some natural God given talent certainly helps. Certainly goes a long way. But if you work hard at it and you really try, you know, to understand what's going on and, and get a grip for what those fish are doing, and you know, figure out what makes them trigger, I feel like. It, Anybody can do it, you know, that, so it's just a lot of hard work, a lot of time, a lot of effort. But if you put that in, just like in anything, you can be successful. Yeah. Now, on the hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays, 9 a.m. Eastern time, again, on Outdoor Channel. You know, I mean, you go all over the country, uh, and it's really amazing to see how you break down and you're you're successful no matter where you are. But you talk about listening to bass, how an angler can actually listen to the bass and what they're telling him on a body of water on any given day. Kind of elaborate on that. What are you talking about? And, and you're talking about on those strikes and in your presentation, and everything. What are they telling you and what are you gleaning from that? You know, it's absolutely paying attention is the biggest thing, because i as anglers, you call it listening to what the fisher tell you. Well, I've never actually heard a fish talk. So that, that's kind of, that kind of the, that's the common term. Um, and, and what, what, but what we mean by that is paying attention to where the strike came from, how the fish was positioned, how did, how was the strike? Was it extremely aggressive? Did you pause the bait for a long time and then you got a strike? Were you burning the bait back to the boat to make another cast? That's when you got a strike. So it's really, Paying attention to those first few bites that you get at any point in time during the day. And it may be exactly what you were thinking that the fish would be doing. It may be 180 degrees opposite direction, but it's really paying attention to what those fish are telling you is, uh, is, is really what you got to do. And it's, that's what it comes from. And just take as much information from those bites as you can. How deep was, was that fish? Was it on a sunny bank? Was it on a shady bank? Did it come from rock? Did it come from woods? You know, all those kind of factors that you can put into it and, and then know that the first one may be a fluke, but it also may be the beginning of, of a pattern to where those fish are, the kind of depth they're relating to, you know, and where they're positioned. So that's, you just gotta, gotta take as much information as you can get from every single bite. And one, one of the shows in particular that, that stands out with that was this year when, when I filmed down at Chickamauga and I was catching those fish on a jerk bait. The water was, 49 or 50 degrees we were there in january which isn't that cold the year before when i was there in january the water was 39 or 40 degrees oh wow but colder and the year before i was catching them on an alabama rig with a slow but steady retrieve i'd cast it out and i'd reel it back really wouldn't stop at any this year it was much more about a jerk bait and the first big bite i got i was actually i was working the bait some working the bait some one of the cameramen said something, I stopped, I turn around, I look at him, I talk to him, something, and then my line jumped. So the bait had sat for 10 seconds before I got that bite. Mm-hmm. And they kind of dialed me in to, you really need to slow down. And that was certainly the key, um, was listening to what that fish said. Of, I was fishing the right bait. I was fishing it in the right areas. I just wasn't 
fishing it with dry retreat. You bet. Hey, Odd, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? Because i got a whole lot more questions to ask you because I want to okay. fish a tournament with you. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, hey, we're talking with Odd Defoe. And, of course, he has a program called The Hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That is right, and it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fish Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Odd, before we get to a break, where can we find you online, buddy? Yep, absolutely. Uh, my, my website, oddefoe.com, or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on every one of those. You say bass don't talk, but those five bass that weighed 18 pounds and 14 ounces, that final day of the Classic, they said big money. Yeah. That's what it matters. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> All right, we'll return with part two with... Odd Defoe. That's Defoe. 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 Don't go anywhere. The 2019 Bassmaster Classic champ, Ot Defoe, and host of The Hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays 9 a.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, will dive straight into spring fishing tips and tricks and baits that actually trigger strikes after the break. But while you're waiting for us to return, zip on over to JimandTrav.com to wet your fishing whistle. He's out there, the elusive wild boar. And now the dogs are loose and the drive is on. It's full bore excitement from the forest and fields of France's Loire Valley. The spectacular season premiere of Wild Boar Fever. Saturday, July 6th at 6 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Watch past seasons of Wild Boar Fever on My Outdoor TV. Go to MyOutdoorTV.com. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Piggy Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Welcome back. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air and online at JimandTrav.com. You ever do any fishing? Now the full of fishing rod and the tackle on our back. Spring Fishing Days is on. Today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now let's get back to Octafo, host of The Hunt for Monster Bass, Sundays 9 a.m. Eastern on Out. Door Channel, brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. See them online at horizonfirearms.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking spring fishing days on this week's show. And before the break, we had part one with old Odd Defoe, and he was telling us about weather patterns. Yeah, during the break, actually shined the trophy. That's it. That, that, that's <laughs> the only way he'd come back. All right, Mr. Odd Defoe, you have to watch him on the hunt for Monster Bass. Sundays, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Where? On Outdoor Channel. On Outdoor Channel. He's also the reigning 2019 Bassmaster Classic champ. All right, so before the break, up, Mr. Odd, you're talking about the crazy weather that we've been having. But let's talk about understanding the factors that determine how to fish bad weather because whether you're fishing up north your presentation has to be totally different uh than down south what do we do man yeah absolutely it, it the weather regardless of where you are in the country it affects the bass that's for sure and it seems like just in general if you're in florida you want nice pretty weather and if you're up north whether that's large mouth or small mouth you like pretty days better i mean those sunny days you know, a little chop on the water is fine, but a really cloudy, nasty, rainy kind of day is, is really not what you want, whether that's up north or it's in the state of Florida. Anywhere outside of that, you kind of like those nasty days. It's really 
it's really funny how that is. I mean, you go to Oklahoma or Missouri or Tennessee or Alabama, those cloudy, nasty, windy front days can be just phenomenal fishing. They can be, they can be tough to fish in, but man, they can really be phenomenal fishing. And that's, that's really funny how that works. But those northern lakes and call it anything northern being New York, um, you know, Michigan, those clear water top places that are up there, which is the opposite. If you're on a clear lake in Missouri, you want cloudy, nasty weather, and that's when those fish really bite. So it, it is definitely region specific, but yeah, those conditions and then knowing how to take advantage of it to know up north that's going to be your tougher days and you really got to kind of grind your bites out. And then, um, other parts of the country that that's the kind of day you need to just pick up a moving bait and cover water and catch a lot of fish. Yeah. Now, one of the things that, uh, that you had mentioned, the fact that, uh, uh, the base that you use and, and I find that color is, is somewhat important. And one of the things that used to work for me in gin clear water was a culprit red gold shad. I mean, they just absolutely love that. And I, I wonder if it was the red, but uh, nevertheless, and then also the knee high grape ringworm. That okay. was a winner for me. How yeah. about you? For for those cloudy, nasty days, man, I like something typically that's got a lot of flash. I, the first thing that comes to my mind is a is a spinner bait, a Terminator spinner bait, chartreuse and white. That's certainly one that comes to mind on those those kind of days. A crank bait is another one, something like a Rapsla DT six, and and just match the colors to whatever you're fishing. If those fish are eating crawfish, you know, a, a crawfish colored bait, and if they're on bait fish, you know, a bait fish colored one, but um, those moving reaction style baits on those those cloudy nasty days are really good. Yeah, well, with over 1.6 million in career earnings, he understands color. <laughs> like, and he's buying dinner tonight. <laughs> he's the man. He picks all the colors in the house as well. You want that that good feng shui? I think they call it. All right, make sure you yeah. watch the Hunt for Monster Bass Sundays 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. You know, you you proved it once again there at the Bassmaster Classic that you truly are a river rat man. I mean, yeah. you shine. Breakdown when you're talking about summer current and understanding that fishing river systems. What do we need to know to be successful? Uh, in the summer on a river, to me, it's all about the current. Those bass are, you can either call them lazy or efficient, whichever way you want to look at it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, they they want to stay close to the grocery store, and the grocery store is the current. And, and it'll actually bring the groceries to them. It's like Uber Eat uh, for bass. <laughs> So, they, so they're going to be close to that, but they don't really want to be in it. So they're going to be as close as they can to where those groceries are going to be coming by in that current. And then they want to be in the first place that's got just a little bit slower water, something where they can sit comfortably behind a rock, behind a stump, behind some grass, whatever it may be, and be out of that current enough to where they're not finding it all the time. So that's the thing to, to think about in the summertime with current is that they're going to be relating to that current they're going to be close to it but they're not going to quite be in it yeah now now you can fish for largemouth smallmouth and kentucky spotted right yes yes any any black bass species are are good for us yeah now are they uh are, are those three fish pretty much use the same bait for yeah a lot of times you can a lot of times i've i've caught all three of them on the on, on the same bait in the same day and then uh you know, other times it will be somewhat specific where you're catching smallmouth on this and largemouth on that. And some areas they will cohabitat and other areas they will be, you know, they'll, they'll be somewhat separated where, where they're using different types of cover or structure or whatever it may be. Yeah. Now, the past week, uh, there was a marathon of the Hunt for Monster Bass. 
uh, in 10 full episodes. So amazing. Got to watch you catch a tremendous amount of fish. But let's apply that to the common everyday angler that has an afternoon to go out. You know, we've said it a million times. There is more tackle and stuff to catch fishermen than there is fish. What is your go-to setup? If you're just going to go out and you're not going to wait, I mean, it's not for money. It's just strictly pleasure. You're going to catch a lot of fish. You want to have success. What are three baits you take? Walk us through your whole setup. The very first one that comes to mind to get bites would be a wacky worm. And that, that I'm going to fish on a spinning setup. So a Bass Pro Johnny Morse Platinum Rod and Reel spinning setup and 20-pound Bass Pro Hyper Braid, probably an 8- or 10-pound test XPS fluorocarbon leader, but a uh, number two VMC weedless Nico hook and a Bass Pro Wacky Sticko is going to be my, my bait of choice on that. Um, probably Green Pumpkin or Green Pumpkin Blue for the color on that bait. Um, another one would be would be a moving bait would be a, uh, probably a top water just because I love to love to fish a top water be a storm cover pop and the ghost pearl shad color and that's going to be fished on a Johnny Morse Patriot rod six and a half foot and a platinum reel again probably forty pound or fifty pound Bastro Hyper Braid it's going to be what I'll what I'll fish that on the third one I would have to go. I'd probably have to go with a crankbait because I feel like that would give you something to, you know, cover all the bases with. And that would be a Rafla DT series of some kind, probably a DT6. And a uh, Disco Shad Keller would be what I'd fish that. And uh, the Bass Pro Cranking Stick Rod, 7-foot, medium-heavy. And again, that Platinum Reel, 6-8 to 1 gear ratio. Now, true or false, Johnny Morris blesses all of your rods. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love, and they text all the time. I know you guys do. <laughs> yep, yep, for sure. All this right. is for you, Johnny. <laughs> so make sure you watch the Hunt for Monster Bass Sundays, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, one of the best shows out there. And pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app. Now we are coming up to a break, Mister Ott. Again, to find you online, uh, coming events where people can uh, meet and greet you, get some tips. Where can we find you online, buddy? Yep, absolutely. Ottdefoe.com as well as uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram on all of those as well. So, yeah, be sure to go on there and like, follow, share, all that good stuff. You bet. Hey, we're talking spring fishing days on today's show, and coming up next is old Kevin Coleman. He is with Weber, and he's the grill master for them, and he's going to cook all the fish that I just brought us. That's right. This has been brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official raffle of the revolution with you and Trav. Hop online and check them out today, horizonfirearms.com. And again, make sure you watch the Hunt for Monster Bass Sundays, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Oddman, you were so awesome. God bless you, and congratulations. Congrats again on uh, winning the Bassmaster Classic. And I hope you win the next one. Yes. Thank you, guys. I sure appreciate uh, y'all having me on and look forward to doing it next time. JimandTrav.com has so much stuff about the outdoors. It's scary. <laughs> oh, sorry. Punch up JimandTrav.com now and check out the archives. Tons of professional outdoor tips and tactics. And send along some feedback so we can customize the show to what you want. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save 20% on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER20. My Outdoor TV. 
Attention outdoor adventure enthusiasts. Introducing the world's most off-road capable four-seat side-by-side, the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4. It's packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality with Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Outdoor adventure and great Great eating go hand in hand with all of our high mountain seasonings, jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. What is this? This is entertainment. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Spring fishing days is our topic this week. Now let's give an enormous revolution high five to the king of charcoal, the sire of seer, Mr. Kevin Coleman, Weber Grillmaster. It's Kevin Coleman, Weber Grills. He's the grilling boss from Weber Grills. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring fishing days on this week's show. Before the break, we had old Ati Foe on the show. He is a Bassmaster extraordinaire. That's right. He is 2019 Bassmaster Classic champion and my best friend. Anyways, right now, who's joining us, Jimbo? Hey, joining us is old Kevin Coleman, and he is Weber's Grillmaster. Yeah, now that we got all these fabulous bass, we need to smoke them. All right, so yes, Kevin Coleman, he is the Weber Grillmaster. It takes there a lot with. of paper. It takes a lot of paper. You got to roll them up just right. Uh, so anyways, um, now you were just immersed in all things barbecue this is what you do for a living and properly smoking cuts of meat it really does take a lot of talent so before we get into this let's kind of talk about smoking and the color of smoke and what it can tell us because we've all been to people's either campsites or their backyards or competitions uh, and you could tell that they're they're burning tires yeah you could tell that their fire just (laughs) isn't burning clean what should we see like the perfect smoke color? What would that be? Yeah, you know, there are a couple of things with the smoke color. You shouldn't really see any kind of color coming out of your smoker if you've got a nice stoked fire. It should be a light tint of blue, a little tinnish of blue coming out of it, but it should be pretty clean. That's when you got a good fire. The thing you got to look at is there's gas inside that wood that provides us that great flavor. So if you're burning too hot, you're going to get off impurities that are going to be very campfire-ish. If you're smoldering the fire and it's not breathing and it's under temperature, you're going to have some bad impurities, which you don't want. There's a lot of, I mean, basically with smoke, it can be poisonous if it's not, you know, done the correct way. So I like to, and this is just good for people that are, that are cooking, um, making sure that you've got good uh, green wood. You don't want stuff that you just chop down in your backyard. You want it to sit for about six months to a year. Uh, moisture content inside that wood, you want it about 9 to 15%. That's going to give you a beautiful smoke flavor. And then also, you know, the, the mistake people make is they get too excited and they get too behind time and they set their pits up together, they get the wood going, and then they put their meat on. Um, good tip for people is get your pit set up, give it 35 minutes, give it 45 minutes to equalize, let the wood and whatever else you have in there kind of come up to temperature and smoke, um, and then you'll really start seeing that clean air come. But if you try to put your meat on right after you get your pit set up and get the wood going, you are going to have some bad barbecue. And that's, you know, for people that are going to, to barbecues and can smell that. 
you know, to maybe go with the appetizers, the non-meat items <laughs> <for> that day. <laughs> well, well, the interesting part about it, as as you've built that fire, and uh, uh, you know, Trav, you said Trav a big old grill. Matter of fact, you could subdivide that to about twenty Vietnamese, and yeah, they could live in there. The twenty-four inch Summit charcoal grill. Yeah, and he actually cooked uh, twenty-four pieces of chicken on it the other night. And honest to God, that smoke flavor on that chicken was just outstanding. Yeah, it's one of those things. I'm, you know, he he knows exactly what he's doing, and you can smell, you can look. Um, and that's one thing with people too. Chicken poultry is one of those things that if you're not cooking it the right way, it turns dark or black colored um, extremely quickly over time. So, you know, luckily for you guys, you, you got me to get you the grills and get you the technique. So as my priced student says, <laughs> you might call me the Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I can't remember, but it was basically Obi-Wan Kenobi Q. That's it. Obi-Wan Kenobi Q is <laughs> his, his barbecue mentor. So yes, you are my prized Skywalkers over there. <laughs> Question for you, okay, because I use the Weber briquettes. You know, it's a hardwood briquette. And let's get into smoking grilling fish because that is one thing I've probably had people ruin more than anything else. And it always happens to be way dried out, burnt. You can't even tell it's fish anymore. How do you go about preparing your grill to grill smoked fish? Kind of walk us through the process. What do you do? What kind of smoke do you like to pair uh, with different species of fish? What say you? With fish and poultry, I know we're talking fish, but fish and poultry together, um, they both absorb smoke really well. So a, a little bit of smoke will go definitely a long way um, when it comes to fish. You don't want to overpower it because the fish doesn't have a ton of fat to it. So it's not like you're going to have this very, like pork or beef centric flavor. So I use a little bit of apple, a um, little bit of pecan. I try to stay away from the hickory and, and then the mesquite just because those are a little bit more robust in flavor. Um, other thing too is, you know, if you're using a whole fish or you have fillets, I like using direct heat on those. I like going about 350 degrees to 400 when I'm grilling those. Um, Done this temperature for people. Good, you know, a good rule of thumb is take it off at 135. It's going to continue to carry over cook when you're uh, taking it off, which is then going to take it to about 140 degrees, give or take. But I'm not necessarily. I mean, salmon. I'm, I'm one of those low and slow guys. Um, but most of the other fish that's out there, I like going a little bit higher temperature, just because the longer it stays on the grill, the more moisture you're pushing out of it. And eventually that fish can really get dried out. And that's usually one of the big issues people have with cooking fish. Yeah. Now, talking about uh, uh, losing moisture, you know, you, you talk about resting the meat. Now, the fact of the matter is when you're cooking it, it actually forces the moisture from the outside toward the center. And so when you let it rest, it's just flowing back out to the uh, to the ends of the meat, right? It just redistributes, correct? Correct. So that's. That's another reason why you want to not cut into your food right after it comes off the grill. You want it to rest. It'll continue to cook, but it's, it's just like if you're in the Midwest like we are and it becomes 90, which it's not 90, but hopefully in the next couple of months we'll have some hot weather here. But when it's hot and humid, you walk outside and you start sweating, perspire, and you walk inside to an air-conditioned house and you relax and you start to... You know, your, your body temperature comes down. So that's very similar to food, too, is it goes on a hot grill. It contracts. It's pushing moisture out. Moisture's running into the center because it's trying to stay cool. And when you bring it off the grill and you let it rest, then that moisture redistributes back in. So even if you overcook something a little bit or a lot, you can help it along by just letting it rest a little bit longer. All right, Mr. Kevin Coleman, the Weber Grill Master, talking all things grilling right now. Now, do you, kind of two-part question here, do you prefer grilling fish with the skin on? And I read somewhere sometime 
depending on the thickness and where your grill's set at, that you should grill for every inch of fish 10 minutes per side. That's usually a good rule of thumb. If you're sitting around 425 degrees to 450 for every inch thick the fish is, you're going you're gonna to keep it on for about 8 to 10 minutes of total cook time. Um, it really depends on grilling with the skin off is an advanced skill for sure. So if you're going to do that, making sure you have a little bit of light coating of olive oil on your fish, that'll help it from sticking. It's going to help it from caramelizing, which will help it release from the grill. Um, one thing that I like doing is I like the keeping the skin on. I put the skin down, again, 8 to 10 minutes per inch thick the fish is, but I can cook it at 450, 500 degrees, and I can just slide my spatula right between the skin and the meat and the fish, take it off the grill, and I don't have to worry about it sticking. I don't have to worry about it falling through the grates. I, don't, I really don't have that big of an issue. So that's one reason why I like keeping the skin on is it makes your, your life a little bit easier um, when it comes to grilling fish. Are you an advocate? Because a lot of people, let's say their grill's nice and hot before, um, you know, Jimbo and I's regimen about cleaning our grills is two totally different things. <laughs> but do you ever put like olive oil on your grates or is that a no-no? I, well... You know, you can get into philosophical debates. My good friend Stephen Reichland, he, he he likes to tell people to oil the grates. I'm not a big fan of it for a couple of reasons. One, if you look at most grate sizes, and it's usually rounded steel, most of that surface, the oil is just by gravity going to get pulled to the inside of the grill, right? Yeah. Meat has two sides, so you're not really going to, like, baste the grates and then put your food down, and you're going to flip it and baste it again and then put your food back down. It usually doesn't work that way. Um, the other thing, too, is we know that people don't clean their grills as often as they should. Probably. No. Just saying. I'm in that category myself, so I can relate. Um, but all that excess oil just sits in pools in, on the inside of your grill, and eventually, over time, could lead to some thermal events or other things that go on because you're not cleaning your grill. Other thing, too, is... I like a little bit of olive oil, even an olive oil canola blend, because that works very well as a meat glue. So you put that down, then the rub has a tendency to stick better, which the more rub you're going to have, the better flavor you're going to have, the more caramelization you're going to have. So it does a couple of things that benefit you versus just falling down the sides and really making your food stick more. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Kevin Cole, and he is Weber's Grill Master. He knows a lot about burgers. That's right. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online at check them out, YamahaOutdoors.com. Now, Mr. Kevin, to learn more about you, read some of your blogs, follow you on all of your amazing grilling adventures, and to possibly get an all-new Weber Grill. Where can we find you online, buddy? So you can go on Weber.com under the blog session. We're there. You can go on Facebook um, under Weber Grill Master Kevin Coleman. Uh, and you can also go on Instagram under Kevin underscore Coleman. And we will be there to answer any kind of questions you have, give you some inspiration. Um, and just try to help you grill better. That's why we're here. Yeah, I got to recommend, too. You guys have so many amazing barbecue cookbooks. I think you got a new one coming out or was just released. And people really need to hop on. I mean, the the recipes are just fantastic. Yeah, the new book we got out is, is fantastic, full of a ton of content. Even some of our older um cookbooks are fantastic so it's, it's one of those things that you're always constantly trying to learn and um, the books are definitely one of those things that will take you to the next level 
of cooking. Same thing with our, our iGrill app. You know, you download that. It's got a ton of recipes, ton of content, ton of things that will help you grill better. So all those tools that we have out there um, really try to make you that true backyard grill master um, so I can eventually retire a little earlier than I would like. You bet. Hey, that was Kevin Cohen, Weber's Grill Master. Coming up next is the Kansas Catman Cat Daddy. Oh, Cat Daddy, don't go anywhere. Mr. Kevin, you're so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Look forward to talking to you soon. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav as they discuss spring fishing days. Oh, we're grilling with Kevin Coleman. He's from Weber. Spark the charcoal. Hot dogs, hamburgers, maybe brisket. It's so good. Let's drink some beer. Looking for your next off-road adventure? The all-new Yamaha Wolverine X2 side-by-side is ready when you are. Offering unmatched off-road capability with ultimate comfort, the Yamaha Wolverine X2 is packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence, visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X2 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, JimandTrav.com has a plethora of helpful hunting and fishing tips, tricks, and shortcuts. Check it out now. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Now, here's the stink bait aficionado, plus master angler, good friend, and guide at Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures, the one and only Cat Daddy. Brought to you by Ranch Hand. Built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring fishing days on this week's show. Before the break, we had old Kevin Coleman. Yeah, we did. He is Weber Grills Grill Master. He is the master. He got us all prepared, Jimbo, for this fabulous Memorial Day weekend. But right now... Hey, we're being joined by the Kansas Cat Man, old Cat Daddy himself. He's the master guide and angler there. Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. He says the rivers are high. The lakes are puking. So much water. Anyways, Cat <laughs> and Daddy. beer. <laughs> Cat Daddy, how's the catfish bite right now, man? Man, the bite is just crazy. You know, all these other lakes are overflowing from the Mississippi River to the Missouri River to the Kansas River to all the stretch of lakes and pumping all the water into it to make them all high. Holy it's, cow. It's crazy fishing right now. I've been forced to go uh, out to my old original lake out here, Banner Creek. And, you know, it's tactical fishing is what this is because every day is different when I go fishing out there. The wind's blowing 35, 40 mile an hour one day. Ooh. The next day it's blowing out of the east. You know, it, it's uh, the next day I'm fishing the creek because it's up and running. 
it's, it's just all different. Now, with this influx of water and all this available bait fish, what are you using for bait to trigger those strikes? Well, there you go. I try to stick with the original, but if the original don't work, you better have a smorgasbord of bait, boys. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, four or five different baits, shrimp, nightcrawler, stink bait, dip bait, punch bait, shad angels, shad cut, shad head, shad tails. It's just everything goes. June bugs. Oh, my God. Yeah, you sound like a menu at our Chinese restaurant. Yeah, and you're tactical <laughs> fishing, so obviously you're taking a very direct approach. Like hand grenades. I- exactly. Now, where are you really finding the most success right now? Right now, I find the most success, well, it's, you know, it like I say, tactical, it just depends on the day and the weather. You know, uh, it rained real hard yesterday, the day before, so I knew that upper where I was at, the creek was going to be just a-rolling, so I went up the creek, and lo and behold, there they were, boy, just waiting on old Cat Daddy and crew. We was throwing out shag guts, and, you know, they no sooner hit the bottom, that pole just bend down and touch the water. Wow. You know, you'd have an 8, 9, 10, 12-pound, you know, a, a channel cat on there. The next day, you know, a couple of days go by, the next day the water recedes a little bit, you know, from flowing. Then the wind's howling. So, you know, I'm out there looking at the banks, and it's that wind-laden bank that comes up and smacks that red clay bank, causes that, that mud slick out there, and they're running back and forth on there, eating all the nutrients out of there. Now, the first ones we caught, they were full of nightcrawlers, you know, because the water was up high. Oh, yeah. And it was up, up feeding new territory. And the next time we caught fish, they was on that mud slick, and they was all, you know, full of uh, mud, nutrients, and green grass. Now, you know, we have blue cats, channel cats, and flatheads. And as the weather picks up and that water temperature rises, the channels really start coming on. Is the blue cat bite still hot, or is that starting to die off? Well, the blue cat bite, you know, it it's just all these lakes are so full of water. Mm. They're spread out so far. You know, they're there. But when this when they feed, it's hard to find because every time you turn around, the lake raises even more, and that puts them fish on a fish frenzy feed, and, and you know it's it, they're just hard to catch. But you, you you know you can catch one here and there. Myself, I have to go to steady water that ain't going to go up twenty five feet and drop fifteen feet and go back up thirty five feet. <laughs> yeah. Now are you? I, ain't- it's, it's just a yo yo fishing, man. It's, this is the most insane year. I've ever had my entire fishing career. Now, uh, do you anchor up or do you drift? Well, anchoring up's the best thing. If you try drifting, it'll blow you clear across the lake. (laughs) These winds have been just insanely crazy. Nothing less than 20 mile an hour for the last month. Now, do you have anything available? Because we're coming to that really fun time of year when this weather does kind of settle out a bit. Uh, where you could go on those really fun, like, two-day, one-night trips, or possibly even longer. Do you have anything available? Oh, yeah, I have a few openings left, and I've had to re- redo a lot of my trips because of the weather-permitting situation. But I do have a few openings left, and, boy, if, if you're raring to go, you better give me a holler and put down a deposit because it's time to go fishing. Yeah. Now, uh, if we want to get a hold of you, how can we do that? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, and if you'd like to Send Cat Daddy an email or maybe uh, sign up for a trip. Uh, send him an email at catdaddy underscore one 
at msn.com. That's right. And make sure you go to jimandtrav.com. Listen to all of his past interviews. There's a whole bunch of blogs on there. And make sure you follow Cat Daddy on Facebook. But this has been brought to you by Ranch Hand, built to take a hit. View Ranch Hand truck accessories online at ranchhand.com. Again, we are just talking with Mr. Cat Daddy of Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. Brother, it's so good to talk to you. Love you, man. Hey, did you hear the latest about Good Morning America? Nah. The revolution, brother. <laughs> We're ripping lips and filling live wells today on The Revolution. So make sure you hop on JimandTrav.com and share your latest lunker catch. The beauty of the Yukon is that it's a place where you can either lose yourself or find yourself. When hunters come here, the men that lead them into the wildlands need to be tough. And they need to make the right decisions every minute of every day. Those that do are called guides. A grizzly bear came up right behind us. We're going to have to do a warning shot. Jim Shockey's Uncharted Yukon. All new season, Mondays at 7 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save $20 on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER19. My Outdoor TV. As people who love the outdoors, we know what we stand for. We stand for fish, wildlife, and conserving places they call home. We stand for the traditions we inherited and that we must pass on. We stand for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. At Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, we stand together for you. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Though. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of Oh, see you later. And that's the end. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. The Revolution with Jim and Trav comes to a close this week. You can always stay connected to the boys at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We talked spring fishing days, and, of course, we had old Ot Defoe. Uh, Kevin Coleman, Cat Daddy, and Mrs. Bunny, you finally returned. It's the return of the bun. Hey, we want to thank our 515 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Bun Joe, and all the people here at... At the revolution. That's right. We want to say happy Memorial Day week.
weekend, get outdoors, take some kiddos with you, but most importantly, be safe and have fun. That's what you got to do. Miss Bunny, last word. Uh, JimandTrap.com. Go there. Listen. Leave your feedback. All that good stuff. Learn something. Yeah. Yeah, and it is Memorial Day weekend, so make sure that you fly your flag. Fly too. Be ultra patriotic. All right, so thank you so much, boys and girls, for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. America, you're so awesome. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.